App Guy podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy podcast. Hi, welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. It's me, Paul, the App Guy. And uh, on this podcast, we like to really follow the journeys of other interesting people from around the world. And they may be uh, into apps like app developers, or maybe they're doing something that we can apply in our businesses. So if you are an indie app developer, a business owner, an entrepreneur, maybe someone who's just interested in apps and has a smartphone, uh, whoever you are, welcome to our podcast. And uh, it's my job to go and source some of the best guests uh, from around the world. And today is a really interesting episode. I'm really looking forward to uh, following this journey of uh, Robin Hallett. Her name is Robin Hallett. She is uh, a, oh, it's a really interesting uh, introduction I've got here. She is an intuitive uh, healer, teacher, writer, artist, speaker, truth teller. A lot of uh, interesting things that we can find out. If, if you do go to robinhallett.com, that's robinhallett.com. Check out her website. Um, Robin, it's really a warm welcome to you on the App Guy podcast. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. So tell us what, what it is you do and uh, how, how it is you fell into um, you know doing doing this work. Sure. So I um, help people I work with people with epic dreams and people already on the path to doing something amazing and what I like to call uh, dreamers. And I help um, everyone become greater aligned with what it is that they feel they're here to do in the world and to stay on point, stay on mission and really give themselves the best chance of making it happen in their lives. And you know, every single one of us has obstacles um, along the journey. And the way I look at obstacles are there are things that present themselves that you need to learn how to solve and clean up in your life and um, maneuver so that you can get to where you really want to be. Um, so that's a pain point that I address with a lot of people is dealing with the stuff that's happening that's preventing you from living your best life. And how I fell into this is kind of a funny thing, but I've always been doing something along the lines of truth telling, secret keeping, um, pointing uncomfortable things out to people. And even as a little girl at four years old, I remember being at a family dinner and I ripped the toupee off of a man's head sitting at the table. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say ripped a man's head off. Yeah, I ripped the, his head off. Yeah, I was a four-year-old, <laughs> like unbelievably strong Amazon baby. Oh, wow. But um, And I, I ripped his toupee off because it was driving me crazy what was going on with that thing on his head. And it turned out the guy was my dad's boss. So kind of not a great thing to do, but <laughs> basically, yeah, basically throughout my life, I've been on that journey of getting to the heart of the matter and helping people really wake up to, you know, we have one moment, every moment, and it's an amazing life if you choose to see it that way and to really allow yourself to go for what you're excited about 
life is pretty awesome. So um, I've done a lot of different jobs. I thought I wanted to be a doctor at one point. I thought I was, you know, I worked on an ambulance. I worked as a volunteer firefighter. I worked in 911 dispatching for a long time. And um, in the process of bombing out of medical school, and really bombing out. Like, is there a way to make it more dramatic? Because it was the bomb of bombing out. Um, my mother died and it was a long, a very shocking illness and a long prolonged uh, non-recovery, like nine or 10 months. And I was her sole caregiver. And I would call it during that time, that was my huge major crisis that brought me to a real awakening that what I'm really here to do is to help people wake up and along the along that time my ability as an intuitive um, some people might call it psychic i just prefer the word intuitive like something really opened in me and i began to see very clearly what was going on for other people i knew why things were happening in their lives and again was very non-stressed about their obstacles, felt very unfazed by some of the really difficult things people face because I had this understanding that it's happening to help you get to where you want to be in a lot of ways. It's helping you to call in greater peace and ease in your life. So that's kind of how I got here, Paul. Well, fascinating. And uh, thank you for opening up like and, and I guess giving us a, an insight into what it is you do. I'm thinking of a previous episode that we did, and we had Steve Olsher on. He's an entrepreneur, built four businesses. I think one of them was valued over a hundred million dollars, and he he then uh, had to go through the death of his father uh, to realize that there was something more to life than uh, his pursuit of money, and and that's when he had a, a real change in life. And I know that there's people listening who have unfortunately lost loved ones, lost their parents. And why, why do you think it is that it takes that to be the catalyst to, to make a change in our own lives? I, I think that, I, and I know it's wild, a lot of people, this is their big awakening. Um, I think that we become like that frog that is slowly being boiled um, or the lobster that's being boiled. We don't realize how life is going for us. We acclimate constantly to a level of stress. And then, you know, and I do think life is whispering to us all along, you know, um, but we're so acclimated to it that we don't really get the message. And sometimes they come faster and faster and louder and louder, but then suddenly something so big, like the death of a parent, or in my, my case, my mother had a very sudden stroke. And, um, it so shocks you. It shocks you out of your, your comfort zone. It shocks you out of your day-to-day -day reality. And you're unable to keep the blinders on or keep your defenses moving or, you know, continue to operate in your faulty belief system. It just doesn't work anymore because everything has been obliterated. It's been shattered. Yeah. I'd I'm so glad we're, we've got a bit of a theme on this show of talking about dreams. You know, you are talking to a load of dreamers here, especially in the app world. You know, we we read yeah. a lot about uh, the big wins, and we all, we only ever see the big wins. Unfortunately, we don't actually read a lot about the uh, the thousands of people that uh, don't actually get any money from making an app. We we just read about you know the 
the guy that made uh, 18 billion on uh, WhatsApp and uh, and the kid who you know sold his company to Google for millions of uh, of dollars uh, and so we are surrounded by these really wild dreams uh, is it how high should we shoot for our dreams so i I'm glad you mentioned that because it's one of the things that really bothers me about the beauty of technology is that we tend to clean everything up and share only the best of the best and we celebrate the wins and it continues to perpetuate this myth that you know you're only successful when it reaches x amount of dollars or this many followers or this many likes you know or only if it goes viral or only if this person retweets your stuff you know that's the only way and so i think it's really important for you to recognize how upset you are when you believe that story and you're nowhere near the possibility of having that happen in your life so first of all you got to recognize how that story is running you unconsciously in your life and the other thing is, you know, what are you really about in your life? What do you love? What are you excited about? That's what I would call, um, you know, your one true thing that you're really in alignment with. So for me, it's peace and ease. I value peace and ease. I am not interested in um, a lifestyle or a pursuit of crazy um, wealth building and all kinds of, you know, stress, things that I imagine to be really stressful just to feel like I fit in with the norm of what society thinks is successful. I'm going to define my success by how well was I in alignment with my, what matters to me today? Peace, ease, you know, I have a wonderful husband, a beautiful family, a sweet little doggy, clients that I adore, you know, people I have fun with, I goof around with, you know, that to me, I have the best life of anyone I know. Um, nobody's flying me on a Learjet anywhere today, you know. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that used to be my dream uh, before yeah. I had this awakening. And uh, yeah, my, my friend and I uh, that I went to school with, I've known him for like 30 years, we used to used, used to really joke about the day we're going to get a Learjet. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I still... Uh, wishful thinking but uh <laughs> it's fun but it's like you know what's cool about that is what excites you about the lear jet you can break that down into a vibration or a feeling there's a felt thing that you believe you'll have once you get there and the cool thing is there is no there 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 is no such thing as there there's only here and so i want that feeling of getting on the lear jet that's really what it is is the feeling i'll have i believe i'll have when i get on that lear jet well, guess what, Paul, you and I are creating that feeling right now. And the only difference is the willingness to allow that to be good enough. You know, there are people who will say it'll never be until I smell that freaking leather and she, the stewardess is bringing me the champagne <laughs> and everyone's calling me Sir Paul, you know. But I say, you know, we've got it now. Yeah, uh, perhaps you could give some suggestions on how we reframe our success because people listening, there are people listening now, indie app developers, business owners, maybe they've made a switch recently in their lives, perhaps left a job and gone into work at a startup or working on their own. And they've had a few um, you know, unsuccessful ventures. Maybe they've lost a little bit of money, perhaps. How can we reframe our success so that we feel that we're on the road to happiness and and a joy a joyful life 
Yeah, and I I just your question is the the answer's right there. It's just you have to reframe and decide that what matters to you is a beautiful and joyous life and I can't say enough how important it is to notice that you are upset, notice that you are stressed out, notice that you are freaked out, notice that you called yourself a loser again for the 49th time since 8 a.m. this morning. You know, catch it. Don't let your thoughts be lazy and then speak to yourself in a way that's inspiring. You know, you, in any moment, you have the choice to speak in a kind way or in a crappy way to yourself, you know? And most people don't realize that they're not the thinker in their head. You know, they're the one who's listening. I'm gonna be a little woo-woo, just a touch, Paul, but it's like, you're the one who's listening to the thoughts. There's a thought generator in you I call the ego mind or the small mind. And that one is so upset at all times. It's constantly generating stories of fear and loss. And yeah, you're remembering your failures, I'm remembering losing, you know, 50 grand in the stock market. Um, and we feel like crap when that happens. So first of all, you've got to recognize when it's happening and say something to yourself like stop or I'm doing it again. Or in, me in mindfulness meditation, we say, you know, thinking uh, I'm going to come back to the present moment. You have to do something to rec recognize and then drop the negative thought and then you know, for me, I think the biggest thing that anybody can do, whether they're writing an app or, um, you know, they're giving an interview or blogging, is to remember that you're here to be of service first. Whatever the app is, you're a being of service to the world, right? You're here to share and help and assist and sort of make life easier for others. And if you are somebody who is able to see it that way first, to provide value and service and help people or share the love in the world. I have no worries about you. I know you're going to be all right. It's the people who are in it for a reason other than that first, like money, you know, or um, fame or notoriety. It's a, it's a much bigger issue. It's a much, you're going to have a steeper hill to climb. It's going to be a mountain. I mean, you're inspiring me now just by uh, opening up this whole discussion around, you know, we are perhaps our own worst enemies when it comes to uh, giving ourselves a hard time. And we control our inner thoughts and our thinking and our inner discussion of, about uh, what we frame as success and perhaps what we frame as uh, failure. And it took me, it took me a long time to actually overcome the fact that I left a job to be an, an entrepreneur and an appreneur. So uh, yeah. yeah, just appeal to all those listening now uh, that, you know, you can make a change right now, as Robin is telling us, and you can uh, make that change at, at any point in time, just simply by having a different story in your, your head. I love that, Paul. I, one thing I'd love to say to that is that, um, you know, a lot of us have day jobs and then we dream about what we'd really love to be doing. And that's exactly what happened to me in all of the fields I was in. I wanted to be of service and I felt an uncomfortable restlessness about the current job I was in. And um, it's a very difficult thing 
you know, to, to sit in that awareness, like this is a good job. I should be happy. The benefits are good. The pay is good. The people are nice. Why aren't I happy? How come I'm not happy? I want something different. What's wrong with me? You know, this is a thought like millions of us have every single day. And the thing is, this is an inner call to greatness. Your discomfort, your upset, your longing, your dream, this is a call to your greatness. You are here to be of service to the world as well as to have an amazing life for yourself. So when you're in the day job, whether you're pondering leaving or you've left, like Paul and I, and we're running our own businesses, and yeah, that's scary. That's really scary sometimes. You know, you've again, bring yourself back into alignment with the truth. And that will always help you, you know, just recognizing your upset in the moment is the biggest tip I have for you. And certainly, uh, yeah, appreciating the moment. I love that and mm -hmm. uh, everything around us. So when you look at uh, your website, robinhallett.com, uh, people should go and check that out now. You'll see uh, that there's a big uh, injection of your personality, it seems, in, in the website. It's very different. And how important is it? in, in uh, today's world to inject your own personality into your business? Absolutely. You have to do it. And, you know, a, I mean, you've got to be yourself. We are more and more, you know, the more disconnected we become in terms of technology, the more our spidey senses kick in. And I think everybody is beginning to become a bit more intuitive, even though we're sort of not connecting on a physical as much as we used to. So our skill is getting better at sensing that things are weird or off. So you go to a website and you're like, what is going on there? It's just, there's something off putting about it, or it doesn't feel welcoming, or it doesn't, something's wrong to you. So I think part of it is that you are not the essence, you know, your essence is not being represented of your on your website and you and yeah if you go to my website and you meet me in person or you come to my house that's the one thing everybody tells me is this is so you you know it looks like you it's so you the colors are I mean I'm wearing the color I'm looking at the website too I'm wearing orange <laughs> and hot pink right now I am you know and so yeah and I use my own language and a lot of times it's frightening you know because I think gosh, this isn't what Derek Halpern tells me to do, you know? This isn't what Chris Brogan, well, it is what Chris Brogan talks about, being of service and being yourself. Um, but yeah, you've got to be you. But we, we can often lose that, can't we? Because, uh, you know, when we come into this world of apps, you just look at the your smartphone now and there's uh, loads of copycat type of apps. Uh, when you go and search for anything that you're looking for, there's usually a, a whole string of, uh, you know, perhaps less uh, successful apps that, you know, are down at the bottom of the list. And, and someone has dreamed that they can copy uh, a successful app and uh, yeah. make a lot of money. And we, we often forget that, that it's important to do things um, according to our own personality and in, inject a dose of that and, and, and be real. Uh, I agree. So, yeah, be genuine. I agree. I mean, you, you've got your app, you've got your idea, and then you've got your love and your service. And if that's not in there, and if you're ripping someone else off or just doing what everybody else is doing, it's, you know, it's like a cardboard replica. Nothing's coming from that for you. I'm going to have to look at my own portfolio. <laughs> just yeah, uh, make a few changes. 
Uh, yeah. So in terms of, are you, you, you've got a smartphone, I believe. You've got yeah. it. We love talking I'm about Windows apps. Phone user people. Let's cool. hear the, is there a boo happening right now? I love <laughs> my Windows phone. But what, sorry, what phone is it? Windows 8. I have the Lumia 920. You know, and you I, are the first guest with a Windows phone. So I um, love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I left. Well, I left. I left Apple. I can't help it. I don't know what's wrong with me, Paul, but I love it. Sounds like it's something you would do anyway. You know, to go against right. the herd. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, well, you know, uh, well, we don't have a lot of apps to go through. That's good. So, uh, <laughs> what, what gets you through the day? What um, would you recommend? Uh, I mean, I've seriously never used the windows phone which is a bit bad but uh, uh it's got a an app store on there and you can download things to get you you know to help you out with your business or your yeah um your personal day what what uh, would you be able to recommend so i love i mean you've probably heard this in the list before but i love evernote i write a lot of my blog posts i'll just record ideas into evernote and um on the Windows phone, we have a lovely voice to text feature as well. So I can just talk into my phone and then paste it in. And I love that. Um, I use an app called OneNote a lot. And I believe now it's going to be available across all the platforms, but it's a Microsoft product. Um, lovely little app there. And again, you can, you can write notes, you can keep lists, things like that. Um, I have a meditation timer that I like, okay, because I really have to plug meditating, even if it's just for two minutes, and that's called meditation timer light. Um, let's see, Instagram, my WordPress app, which I love, so I can just answer comments on my blog right on my phone. Um, <laughs> of course, the Xbox app. I'm a huge Xbox player. I love Connect. I love Xbox. Wow, I love playing. Yeah, I didn't, I I didn't see that coming. Dead. I know you did. Did you? I love no. Left 4 Dead, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, um, Fallout. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. Oh, so th see, this is where Windows could really make a difference. And uh, what what is th there's an app? Is there that uh, enables you to connect to Xbox Live? Yeah, there's an app for Xbox Live. Wow. And, what what does uh, that help you do then? What what actually does that app do? Well, I mean, it's not like I can play from my phone, but I can log in um, and connect with my Xbox community, the people I might game with online. Um, so, you know, we have like a friend community similar to Facebook. Um, we can, there's a store, there's, you also have a music feature the same way, you know, you'd use iTunes or used to be Zune for Windows. Um, and all your games are there as well. So like if you play, I don't know, Solitaire or Angry Birds, stuff like that is there as well. But you can also, um, you know, watch previews of games. You can purchase games for download to your Xbox. It's nice. Well, that's great. And you know, the one thing that I'm really jealous of with a Windows phone is I believe that you're getting a, uh, a Siri type uh, voice yeah. recognition system that's uh, based on Halo. Yeah, we are. And it's going to be amazing. And I just love it. There's also live tiles that are so awesome. Like I can see what my husband's doing all day long. Not, I didn't mean it like I'm checking right. up on him, <laughs> but I like to see what he's tweeting okay. and what he's saying, you know, and it's, it's fun for me. So that's, I keep it pretty simple though. You know, I like to not be too distracted. I don't keep email on my phone. And uh, 
you know, I just don't. So probably a wise decision. Yeah. And, uh, so we also love uh, trying to come up with a, an app idea, and because we've we've got this, you know, a, a lot of, of ideas going on, but it'd be great to know you know, what your pain points are currently in your business. Maybe we can flesh out uh, an app idea or two. So perhaps you can have a think, Robin, about uh, like a particular pain point in, in your business, something that's frustrating you right now. And uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get an app idea out of it. Oh, that's great. I have one for you right off the bat. And it would be, and this is the perfect thing. We were talking about copycat apps and I use something called Digital Voice Recorder. And um, I like to speak a lot of my blog posts first, and then I type them up from there. But um, there are a hundred gazillion copycat apps and paid apps and that say, oh, yeah, this will work. This will put your voice into text. Doesn't work. You get three words at a time, and then it's auto-translating. Or this will upload to OneNote or Evernote, you know, this will be easy, doesn't work, you know, and just that would be such an amazing thing to have something as you're speaking. What I do now is I send, I send myself a text message that I can speak into and I can do like seven or eight paragraphs at a time speaking, but then I have to like copy and paste the text because even in email, it doesn't work. And I don't keep email on my phone, but when I used to, the email speaking into an email doesn't work as well. So for me, and I bet a ton of bloggers out there who are much more verbal, like I do video, and I, I think it would be phenomenal. And I would pay. That would be an app I would pay like $10 for. I wouldn't just pay $1.99, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to explore that a little bit more. Maybe, um, yeah, in terms of a, a voice recorder, perhaps there needs to be a service behind it where you just um, narrate uh, th things that you want to blog. And then uh, that goes to a professional service that actually uh, transcribes it rather than, uh, you know, like a computer. That um, would be awesome, too. More like instead of even like Dragon uh, Speak or something. I yeah, but the, the, there's so some human being behind it who's actually then taking that almost like a, a, sec a secretary used to do, you know, 20 mm -hmm. years ago, and uh, then just send you the transcribe of uh, exactly what it is you wanted to post, and then you could post it. Phenomenal. And for, yeah. you know what, I think it would be great because somebody like me, I would pay a monthly service fee for that, a subscription. I try and write one post a week. I mean, that would be worth it to me to try and to spend $30, $50 a month to have somebody, I mean, I know maybe that's not realistic. I think it's a dollar a minute right now to hire somebody to transcribe your recordings. But I love the, that idea. And I, I don't, I don't think it's out there yet. Hey, so there you go. We uh, you go, come up baby. with a great idea. <laughs> Let's, we need to call it the Robin Paul app or the Paul Robin app. You can have your name first. That's fine. It's your idea. <laughs> I, won't, I won't get that. So, the, the, well, you're talking to a, a load of indie app developers who um, someone hopefully will take that on board. And I'm sure you'll be the first customer if they do a I good job. A so need for it. So, yeah. <laughs> Before we say goodbye then, Robin, is, um, uh, is there anything else that you feel that we haven't touched upon that, that uh, you'd be, you feel that's good advice for just maybe yeah. people that are thinking about making a change or they're not particularly happy with uh, what they're doing currently and they, they are thinking about 
you know, having a different direction, what, what would you suggest? So I would suggest come over. I mean, let me plug my website. That's mostly what I write about and video and podcast about is that topic. So I have so much good information for you there. And I, I really, really care. I want to help you. Um, and I'm in personal touch with a lot of people who subscribe to my newsletter. And I, you know, I care about you getting there. So my biggest thing is recognize that you're not happy and then name what it is you'd like instead. So many people stay in the state of unhappy and it's freaking hopeless. And I might as well just accept it all, you know, and you, your life doesn't have to be that way. So recognize it and then be courageous enough to go down the less traveled path. That's terrifying. You know, there might be zombies and snakes down there. You never know, but let's find out. Let's not spend our whole lives being upset that it's passed us by or it's not happening. You know, let's, let's take a risk. Let's jump off that high dive, you know? <laughs> so, I think that our inner voice sometimes does actually, uh, you know, restrict us from uh, making these changes and we like to stick in our comfort zone. And uh, yeah. I've always, I've always liked to try and bend that a little bit and go outside the comfort zone. And uh, I think that's, it's been rewarding for me certainly to, to live that life. And uh, so, so how best can we reach out to you and connect? I mean, I'll put a lot of these things on our show notes at uh, uh, onemob.com and you can click the podcast with the episode Robin Hallett. But um, yeah. what, uh, how best can people actually uh, connect with you? Might I add one more piece to what I was saying before? Oh, yeah, go, go. Before you say that, yeah, go on. So I was sitting, you know, part of what I do for people is give intuitive guidance. And some people call that psychic readings. I just don't vibe with that name at all because um, I think everything I have to say is it's really important, Paul, and it's good information. <laughs> so yeah. the one thing I was sitting with before our interview happened was what could I offer to the app community um, to really help them rock their game like they mean it. And what came through so clearly was that a lot of app developers are allowing the fear we already talked about of not getting into number one position or not getting enough ratings to really push their app to the top of the heap. Um, and there's some way that they allow the fear to overtake them. And you know what? They cut corners and they're not observant and they get sloppy with things. So, you know, sometimes you'll find an app where the intro of what the details are, how it's going to work, it's not true, right? It doesn't line up. It doesn't work the way they say it's going to work. And then the technical support isn't there, even though they say it will be there. Um, I think these are we become so jaded, we've come to expect things to be crappy, you know, and one of the ways for you to rise to the top of the heap is just to be a mensch, be a good person, and follow through and make sure take the time to read through your material that what you say your app can do, and make sure it does that test it. And when people write to you to complain, you know, bend over backwards. I know it's just one customer, but the power of a positive experience is, you know, exponentially enormous. And I have, like, I had an experience with someone who said, you know, install this, this is a plugin, but it's relatable. Um, install this plugin and you're going to get X, Y, and Z. It was a social plugin and Pinterest and Instagram did not come 
he said it did. I'm a big Instagram user and a Pinterest medium user, and the apps didn't appear. And I wrote him and said, they don't appear. And he said, oh, oh, right. Um, it's going to come in the next update, which I hate that. Like, first of all, you're selling us the app based on that, but it's not here yet. And um, how many months till the next up three to six months? Well, I can't do that because I need people to follow me there. I need them to find my stuff. I want to drive traffic to my website, you know, but he was so I wrote him that back and I just said, you got to do better. And he was so kind, you know, and he said, I'm sorry. He refunded my money. And I swear to God, that guy, whatever he does next, I will seriously take a look because of that. And I think this is really important for people. You can't just be terrified or, you know, stressed in a way that you're cutting corners. That means customers are not going to be happy with you. So I hope that was worth me That's, blathering on a few more minutes. Really? That's really worth it because I do think that sometimes we uh, hide behind our services, um, especially when delivering apps. We don't have to deal a lot with the users unless we get a negative review or a comment. And uh, yeah, I just feel like there's a better way of connecting and, yeah. and realizing that, you know, there's real humans using these apps and then... Yeah. Uh, you know, we can take a leaf out of the Uber app, which I know that they uh, connect uh, and they approach almost every single new user who uses their service. They will actually uh, reach out and just to make sure they've had a good experience because that first experience is so important. They realize that. That's right. I love it. So we can get you on Instagram then. and uh... Yeah, you can get me on Instagram. My name is the same across all the, it's just Robin Hallett. Um, and on my website, um, robinhallett.com, I have a Facebook page, Robin Hallett, um, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter. You know, I'm not a huge, what, what do you want to call me? I, I tweet <laughs> once Twitter. a day. Yeah, I tweet once a day and I don't follow a lot of people, but you know, if I have something that is important to say, I'll say it, you know, once a day on Facebook, I really... I value my free time and I value my life and I just don't want to be so connected. But if you reach out to me, I'll write you back for sure. Well, Robin, I appreciate you. I did reach out to you and you yeah. uh, kind enough to join us on the App Guy podcast. And I've really had a, a pleasurable journey. It's uh, given me some guidance to, to go back and reevaluate some things and, and inject more of my personality perhaps into uh you know the brand that was one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast uh, because that's yeah. one of the best ways of uh, reaching out to uh, you know the worldwide community by you know, actually doing a podcast and people can Absolutely. hear Absolutely. so uh, i appreciate you coming on and we'd love to have you back and so it just leaves me to say thanks for coming on the app guy podcast and uh, catch you soon thank you it's been fun Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to info at onemob.com. The App Guy Podcast.